Listeners are advised, this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker. Hello, Amy Long. Hello, Zoe Link Son. Zoe Falula Linkson. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> we're back, we're going to do a mini. We're going to talk about our hiatus. We're going to talk first. We're going to talk about the big row we just had about doing a big boy band. <laughs> we thought we need to share with you. I mean, it wasn't a row. It was a very recent discussion, and we've come to an agreement that as long as Amy's willing to do the research, have at it. I mean, is that what we decided? You just said. I've got loads of time to do the research this week. Yeah. Leave it with me. And you said, maybe we can start doing the research and see if we can break it down into smaller bits. Yeah. There's a possibility that we're going to, instead of giving you like 42 one hour episodes about One Direction. Oh, spoiler. (laughs) Take us right into 2020. So hiatus status. You begin because you went first with what you got up to when we were on a break. We were on a break. This so, episode is also being brought to you accompanied by tea, so I'm sorry if I slurp, but we really needed a cuppa. Wait, like, really? When did you leave? You left on the 20-something. 26th so, of June, I went. Okay, so the week before that, my mental week at work, I found the time to squeeze in a trip to London to see BSB. Yeah, totally neglecting the Queen. What were your duties on that big week at work? Looking after the Queen. Nothing important. Okay. So it was one of your friends, Rachel, who got in touch with me a couple of months back and was like, they're selling... Because I, I, as we know, I've mentioned on the podcast many times, I was like, I'm going to wait till the day and buy a ticket on the day and just go and buy a cheap ticket and see if I get there and blah, 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 blah. And Rachel said they're selling the DNA Gold Circle tickets... That's the pit, isn't it? The pit, which there was only about 80 people in, or space for about 80 people. I mean, there was so much space in there. But they only usually go to the VIP Mm. ticket purchasers who have spent six, seven, eight hundred quid on a meet and greet, etc. So they were selling just tickets for the pit. And I was like, oh, I am in. So yeah, I rocked up late, ended up right at the front, like... Right at the front. And I was seeing some of your videos. I freaking, and, uh, like to the point where you're too close to be doing videos because yeah. they were too big. I couldn't yeah. get all of them in to a <laughs> shot. Like, I was like, who do I choose? Obviously not Nick. Oh, um, Nick. So I, yeah, it was amazing. I, and you could, the, the pit was so empty that you could walk around, change your position. Yeah. You could go up and high-five the guys if you wanted to. I didn't want to. I wanted to stay at the front. Still, all, all hail the strict UK fire regulations for live events. Yeah. It was... I mean, they must have been embarrassed at how empty that pit was. <laughs> but it was great. And a friend of ours was there in a box, in a corporate box. And I've never been in a corporate box at the O2. They look shit. They're really far back. They're I get really that it's because away. they put them near catering and bars and you're weighted on them, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I couldn't imagine it. I'm a bit of a ticket snob. I couldn't imagine anything worse than yeah. being that far back. Because they must look tiny. Right. And you're like, so I paid 
400 quid for a yeah. ticket and I, it's like watching them on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Our friend was like, oh my God, it was so awesome. And I was like, wait till you see where I was. And when she saw the video, she was like, oh yeah, you were right there, aren't you? <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> so it was awesome. They did some new stuff. They did all the old stuff. I remembered a surprisingly large amount of the lyrics from, I'm, I mean, it's funny because we've spoken about this before how it turns out I'm a Backstreet Boys fan I didn't even know it and there was a girl another girl there on her own who had seen them before on this tour so she kept going in a minute they're gonna do this so that I knew it was coming <laughs> yeah. was great and at one point AJ and Kevin got get changed on stage and throw out some pants into the crowd Ooh. C- clean pants <laughs> okay and she was like they're gonna throw some stuff out so I managed to get a hand to one of their pants but some tall bitch next to me. Were you talking American pants or our version of pants? Our version of pants. Oh. Underpants. They were they were clean. Okay. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with a fucking pair of Backstreet Boys pants. Like, I don't even know what I would do with a pair of take that pants, to be fair. Probably wash them and wear them. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the tall bastard next to me. <laughs> she got her hands to them and whipped it away. And I just thought, yeah, this is why I hate tall people. But... They were great. They were fucking exactly what you'd expect them to be. It was really good being so close. There was no barrier. Okay. Was it banter-wise? Because I just don't imagine Backstreet Boys to have that back and forth funny. They They don't strike me as being that amusing. Yeah, no, they did. They did. They, um, They did. Brian was... Brian sang a bit of a Take That song. He sang Never Forget. You know, know your audience, Brian. (laughs) And yeah, Asia. In fact, they each of them had their own private section, if you like. So the rest of the band went off and they sang, they had a bit of interaction with the crowd and sang their song. Obviously, Howie was amazing because he's the best one. And yeah, it was great. It was really costume changes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did we have a white boy band outfit? They Do we did. know how I feel about white boy band outfit? We did, and that was their big finale in the oh, night. Of course it was. So they came up out of the floor right in front of me in their white outfits. Did you try looking under the stage at any point and see if you could see them? Actually, <laughs> I left before the last song because it was mental week at work, and I thought I cannot be dealing with being stuck in a crowd trying to get on the tube. And I had to ask permission from their big American minder because you have to go under the stage yeah, to get to out. Get out. That's why there's only so few people in there because should they need to evacuate right. quickly, they can only get so many of you through that gap exactly. per 10 seconds. They do it as, as a 10 second rule type thing. Right. So they lifted up the curtains either side and I was like, should I <laughs> make a break for under the stage? I didn't. But yeah, it was pr- pretty cool to see yeah. to see through and see where they come up and stuff. But yeah, they had some really cool outfits actually. I mean, AJ looked grubby a lot. But I think that was... That's his look. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But they were they were fucking wicked. They sounded great. They've still got all the moves. They still look amazing. The tunes are banging. You know, it was fun. It was really fun. I didn't think about coming. Like when you said to me, they've got these pit tickets, I thought about it and I was like, no, I can't. Mm. It was just too... Yeah. Was it the the Monday right before I went or the the Monday the week before? It was the Tuesday. So they right. did Monday and Tuesday, but it was the Tuesday that before I went. Before I went, like the 25th, uh, the week no, before. No, it was the 18th. I'm sure there was something happening that made you, me go, no, I can't. It was a work night for you. Yeah. You were on earlies. But it was... Do you know what was really good, actually, was seeing such a n- massive, massive boy band that isn't my boy band. Yeah. So I can... I feel like objectively... You can appreciate the boy bandness. Right. 
yeah. And I didn't want to go and do that touch with, them all. With I different just eyes to... now that we're doing this. Yeah. Like before you'd have just gone and been like, hey. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like a fit, an air of superiority because I'm a boy bandologist <laughs> You're now. there for science I'm purposes. Like, fucking impress me. Come on, entertain me, bitches. <laughs> yes, let me lay out the science for you right now. Let's see where you fall. Okay, it's good. Yeah. I had fun. So I went out. I, I mentioned briefly on Friday, the, the last episode, what mm. I did and then cut myself off. Uh, went out. I probably cut that bit out. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> went out. On a Wednesday, stay with uh, Kanki, um, Kate and Hank, went down to Philly, got some really good time in Philly, so I, I managed to spend a lot of time with my boyfriend, but the husband and the boyfriend in Philly, I got stupidly drunk before the Philly show, mm-hmm. and was there with Christine and Ashley, yeah. who then had to be like taking care of this girl they'd just met being drunk. Uh, they were great. They fed me pizza, sat me on the floor. Oh, is... that's what that picture was. <laughs> well, the pizza was... the pizza the size of your head. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. No, it's worth noting that I allowed the pizza the size of my head to be taken because I was drunk and about thought... to... It didn't seem like you. Yeah, it seemed <laughs> yeah. like a strange that's photo. That's what space I was in at that point. Oh, <laughs> Attempt, two strangers attempting to sober me up. It was fun. I had a really good fun time with them. So, we did Philly, a couple of Boston shows. It was very... The thing I enjoyed most about this show was uh, this set of shows was a seeing a lot of people so the Boston shows you always get a ton of people that come in because they'll come in for the hometown show generally makes the shows a bit of a clusterfuck Mm. because you're always like oh I need to see you I need to see you I need to see you but and it makes it harder in a way for you to see the guys as well yeah they have family and everyone in so and you're right I didn't see them at either of the Boston shows but I also got to experience, so Claire, Lisa and Rhea came in mm-hmm. and I got to experience them seeing their first show. So oh, okay. it's, I wasn't sat directly with them, but you can just their reaction to what, and they'd heard about it. They'd watched videos, yeah. they'd seen bits and pieces, but their reaction to what I'd been experiencing mm. already for a month. So, and I got to see Brooke, so Brooke, Brooke and Jamie came in, Jamie's Brooke's husband. Mm. I got to spend a lot of time with them. That was awesome. Like really, really good, valuable time with them. We'd been to Boston together before, and but it was kind of in a situation where it wasn't a hanging out thing. Yeah. And the two of them also got to go and enjoy Boston, which last time we were there, they didn't get to do. Mm. So they wandered off in the morning. Actually, the worst thing about this trip was... I've always said about staying in American hotels, they're great because if you roll up early, they're so accommodating. They will get you in, they'll get your room as possible. Almost all the hotels on this trip were an absolute shit fest. <laughs> we rolled up to our hotel in Boston and I prepaid for this room. So the room, I paid in advance for the room. First night I stayed with Brooke and Jamie, they just got a roll out bed for me in their room. So the, the bunnies were coming in, clearly from Maria. So I had moved us from another hotel that was out was going to be one ride away on the TD. Yeah, shush. Because I was like, we don't really want to be on doing... On the TD? On, sorry, on the T. On the T, I was going to say. Oh the my TD God. is something else. <laughs> it was one ride away on the T. Yeah. Shh. Thank you. Um, And I said to them, it's a, a little bit far out. We don't want to be doing that. I'd rather we're walking distance. So I moved us to a hotel that was within walking distance. Yeah. I'm due to pick them up. Oh my God, the other thing. Oh, shit. Two things to tell you. I'm due to pick them up from the airport on yeah. Saturday lunchtime. So and it's re- it's a really tight schedule. We have to be, I have to be at the airport at half one when they land to go and pick them up. We're then going to get our car mm. 
and I need to be there to sign so they can right. sign me on the car as a driver. Yeah. And then we're rushing to get back to the hotel so they can change. Although they'd got all their stuff on the flight, I said, come off the flight, show ready in case you have any problems at immigration, yeah. any problems with your luggage. Like, be show ready. So they're dressed, they've done their makeup, but they've kind of like, would be nice to go back to the hotel and dump our stuff and do our hair. Of course. So they come off and they're through so quickly to the oh. point that they landed early and I'm, I'd just got out the shower and they were like we're here and I was like well shit I'm naked so I get dressed <laughs> and I get an uber straight up to the airport and they come through and they're they're through immigration got their luggage and out within an hour no that never ever happens seriously at Boston US. we go over to Avis and there's a massive queue at Avis to you pick up the car this. yeah and there's a massive queue we're in the queue and we're just like we're chilling out we're having a bit of like time I'm like um, if it was higher or lower you know maybe from upside down's <laughs> car hire company <laughs> I bet you wouldn't have had a problem. (laughs) (laughs) And I've said to them, it's cool. We've got a lot of time. We don't have to meet pops until four o'clock. Just chill out. Let's not panic because we're in the line. I keep popping out for cigarettes. I've left Claire and Rhea in the line at Avis and I'm watching where they're moving to. And they go round the snake. So there's like, it snakes three times and they're on the final snake. So they're closer to the desk now. So they can kind of hear what people are saying. And Claire is very good at lip reading because of what she does for a living. She's learned to lip read. And she sees the guy. There's a guy at the desk who's been there for almost an hour trying to get his car. And she sees the agent tell him, we've got no cars. And she comes over, she's like, they've got no fucking cars. And I'm like, what? Actually, she wouldn't have said that. Claire wouldn't have sworn. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, Avis, and granted, it's... July, technically July 4th weekend to a lot of people coming yeah. in but we have pre-booked this car the girls had pre-booked this car back in fucking November right. they know we're coming they have run out of cars like that's their entire business is loaning people cars and they haven't got any because no one's returned them yeah so we make a judgment call and I'm like let's fuck it off let's go back to the hotel let's get you into the room changed and ready and then actually like we've got an hour and a half two hours now it gives you chill out time we'll come back tomorrow at seven in the morning when there's no fucker here in line instead of us waiting behind these like a hundred people who still need to be served no cars Mm. and I said we'll come back in the morning it'll be empty we'll pick up a car we'll just make us way straight off to Long Island so we go off we see the show it's brilliant Oh no, didn't see the show. We go off back to the hotel. Oh, I love how you're in time. It's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> no, Joe wasn't. Brilliant. No, we go back to the hotel and we've got access to Brooke and Jamie's room. So I throw the girls into Brooke and Jamie's room. I'm like, chill out. I'll go down and see if I can sort our room out. And then we've got it and you can roll your luggage in. We'll go off to the show. I go down to the front desk and I've prepaid this hotel. I made them change oh, hotels, telling them it's so much better. It's closer. It's like a three minute walk away. I go down and they're like, we've not got a room. We've not got a room. And I'm like, it's gone three o'clock. I've paid for the room from three o'clock. Where's my room? And they're like, okay, let's see what we can get you in. Like, so you've booked a room with a, a queen size bed. And I'm like, uh, no. And they're God. like, well, that's all we've got. That's all we can give you. They won't. I was like, well, what? How long will it take for us to get a room with two beds? And I'm like, oh, you can't. And I'm like, no, man. I've I've paid for two beds. Oh, I've had this in I was like, hotels, yeah. <laughs> there's four of us. Yeah. Like, there's like we can put you a roll away in, and I'm like that's still not fucking gonna work for us because mm. there's four of us, so one of us is still gonna be on the floor. Now I know at this point that I can still stay with Brooke and Jamie another night, so I can stay in with them on their roll away. Yeah. Um, so I negotiate with them that they'll give us a room with a king and a rollaway and some money back on the hotel that I've already paid for and I paid extra for two beds. Oh, bastards. It was a fucking nightmare. And it was just a succession of things like this. We get to Long Island and they won't let us check in. They're like, oh, I'll check in. Oh, no. 
they wouldn't let us check in. They put Brooke and Jamie in a room, so we all piled into their room in Long Island. And they're like, oh, your room won't be ready till five. And I'm like, fucking paid for this fucking room. Yeah. Um, Mohegan's son, was it Mohegan's son or Atlantic City? One of them was like, oh, it's on the holiday weekend. Our checking time is five o'clock. <laughs> to which my response was, yeah, but it's now seven o'clock. Where's the fucking room? <laughs> They were all so bad. And I don't know if that's just a symptom. the service is really poor. They yeah. don't give a shit. I don't do know they? if that's just a symptom of it. <laughs> at the time of year we went out and where we were going to, that it was just super busy. But if I've booked a room, so I'm going to call out Kimpton Hotels in Boston, <laughs> who, this is the best bit, the killer bit. So as I check out, I said to the guy, he'd given me my bill and I was like, I, I'm meant to be getting a discount on this room. It's not gone through because they couldn't figure out yesterday how to do it. It was too late. And he's like, oh, no, no, fine. I'll figure that out now. Instead of refunding me the money, Elvis, oh, all right, Elvis. <laughs> Instead of refunding me the money, they charge me it again. This has happened to me as well. <laughs> so I Hotel. ring them up. Kimpton Onyx, Boston. I'm still waiting for both refunds, the refund of the extra money you took and the refund of the original discount you were going to give me. Did you pay on a credit card? Amex. Can you go go to Amex and yeah, get them to block I will. Yeah, that's what I had to do in the end. But fucking ridiculous. The Avis, we go back to Avis on the Sunday morning to pick up the car. And I'm right, we get there with the only people there. This guy, Mohammed is called. It took him an hour to assign us a car. Like It's like he'd never looked at a computer before. It was before. his first day. Yeah. It was, it, that's what it was like. Yeah. And we go through all these things and I'm like, no, we don't want that. We don't want that. I was like, the only things extras we want is an extra driver and we'll pay for the full insurance. That's the only extras we want. Yeah. When we dropped the car off in New York, the girl's like, no, you've got 400 and something dollars of extra charges. Oh my God. Because Mohammed had ticked all the boxes. And when we questioned it and gone... Why is this saying it's going to be $460? He's like, no, 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 your credit voucher, because you get a voucher for the fly drive. Uh, after your credit voucher, it'll be 100 and something. We're like, okay, fine, and signed it. But she's then saying, but you signed it. We're like, yeah, but Mohammed, fuck me. It was just a litany yeah. of absolute disasters. Honestly, and waiting on refunds. It's not easy at times. I've had this with car hire companies, with hotels. Yeah. I mean, we're just... quite fortunate in the girls booked the flights and car hire through BA. Mm. So the people we're dealing with for complaining is BA. Mm. Like, they've gone to them and gone, Avis didn't have a fucking car. What's going on? How are you boy band fans enjoying us talking about... Oh, our... sorry! <laughs> oh my God, I've gone off on a rant, haven't I? I did... It is our hiatus status. This is the status of my hiatus. What a shit fest. I'm, I don't want to go to the US across july the 4th ever again no i'm not surprised which i may be shit out of luck because i someone gave me hints that next year i may need to oh well i was left unsupervised during your time away and the obsession for jonas has grown and okay you didn't even know is this fed by darian no she this is an independent obsession (laughs) it does help but Joe Jonas got married, which you apparently completely missed. No, you posted a picture of them in wedding outfits with a dog on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was one of Nick's many weddings. And I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Look at the dog. What about the picture I posted after that? I didn't see that till you showed it to me earlier when it became <laughs> apparent that I'd missed the fact that Joe got married. Yeah, Joe got married. Can I just so... say her dress was beautiful though? Yeah, I mean, sure. It was gorgeous. I hate weddings, you know that. Oh, yeah. but it, I don't just... like wedding dresses either. But as far as they go, it was a very nice wedding dress. So, yeah, yeah so Joe... I miss... I, and 
I know it was a shock to you with your new Jonas obsession that I'd not noticed. So I apologise. Outrageous. For not being up on my boy bad news. So then the Jonas thing. Should we do a list of potential boy band mates so that we can knock them off as they get married and then add them in as they get divorced yeah you see how (laughs) much more excited i get when you mention that okay so the i was watching all these jonas videos on youtube and some of them filmed the day we saw them so i was like oh Oh, yeah i like this because i know that that night we saw them because they're wearing the same outfits they didn't even get changed for our gig whatever how rude but then youtube started suggesting other stuff <laughs> and before i knew but it this is why we love youtube yeah and before i knew it i've developed a really unhealthy obsession with harry styles oh you know he's not in jonas i know i know i know <laughs> but like i always maintained that i didn't know which one directioner was my fave and i was like and you've nailed it you've narrowed it well, down I mean, I mean harry might be my favorite boy band member of all time oh oh gary right Oh. And I accidentally called Gary Harry the other day as well. I'm really pleased for you, but really sad for Gary Barlow. Yeah. What if he finds out? I mean, we're not going to tell him, so it's going to be fine. Okay. Also, he did the dirty on me by getting married 20 odd years ago, and before I even liked him. (laughs) (laughs) Harry, meanwhile, single. There's potential there, you're right. I think 25 is age appropriate for a 40 year old person (laughs) like me. Let me do the maths. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. He's so great. I have what I can't tell you, do you how know many how videos. I do I used to do the rule. I don't do it this way anymore because it just didn't fit the maths didn't fit eventually. Mm. That you it's all right as long as you weren't old enough to babysit them when they were born. Oh Christ. So if you were 16 when the when they were born then like 16 okay. and over was inappropriate so, if you were under 16 the day fine. they were born they were fine so you're fine for that's harry fine. fine for harry but he's the nicest man he oh he just believes in equality and feminism and oh he's a big supporter of pride and he invests in mental health businesses and he, he's he is the best he is the best okay so yeah harry is <laughs> I, I don't think I have a, a One Directioner yet. Well, I thought yours was oh Nile. No, I don't know that it is. Cause oh, I, oh, no, Liam. I you like, said you like Liam. I have uh, an affinity for Liam because of think, what he's been through. And I just feel that what to not he completely... Through? He's the one that lost his mum and his sister and no that's louis oh shit okay louis right I was, i'm so confused <laughs> I, and i remember you saying you like louis before yeah okay well the sorry i'm gonna pay way have... more attention to more recent boy bands <laughs> i apologize for mixing up liam and louis <laughs> obviously liam's been through having to be in a relationship <laughs> with cheryl but, but I, there's no affinity there i've not been in a relationship say, with a racist geordie that the oh god we're gonna get sued the, <laughs> she was convicted of it she was mm-hmm, she was yep so the larry style and some videos painted louis out in a really bad light like he's a really jealous like he's a jealous lover jealous he'd lover be, yeah but he'd be mad at me talking to donnie when maybe but well. also liam has come off quite well considering i didn't like him so but yeah, I agree with you. Louis has been through some. Do we need horrendous. to explain what Larry Stylinson is for anyone that's not watched that One Direction documentary about shipping Larry? What One Direction documentary about shipping Larry? You not see it? I'm sure it was Channel Four did it, and it was the same time as their documentary came out. This is us. And they 
whatever TV channel it is had wanted to do a One Direction documentary, but because they were making their own, the only way they could do it was focusing on One Direction fans. Oh my God. And it's within that that you hear about what Shipping Larry is, right. which is Shipping Larry is people that totally behind and, and push forward the thought that Harry and Louis are in oh, a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I need to find that for you. You have there's to watch an, it. Was really good. It's basically focusing on the fangirls, so it's it's right, okay. fun to watch and also really interesting from a like a psychological yeah, like looking at the psychiatry, the you know that aspect of it. Yeah, there's an amazing. Um, I think it's a Tumblr post about Louis's baby and how it's fake. Oh, I love those. Seen that. Yes, I love those. Right, so that's really, that's I really enjoyed that. I mean, not saying that um, Louis' baby is fake because obviously we believe in that, <laughs> but it's it's a very enjoyable read, backed up with photographs. And, oh, oh, it's fucking great. I love, I love boy it. band conspiracy theories. Yeah, me too. Much better than nine eleven conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> Perhaps we need to get the guy from Upside Down just to retweet boy band conspiracy yeah, theories. Get him to chill out a bit. So, yeah, I basically love 1D, but specifically Harry Styles. I don't know that I have a massive passion for any one other specific boy band. Mm. Not to the extent that I, f- I feel that you do. Mm. I I like other boy bands. Mm. I'm definitely enjoying listening to our playlist. Like, yeah. whacking that on really cheers me up. So many of those road trips we've just been on, the first thing I'd do would be get, I'd be like, girls, the playlist, <laughs> and they'd be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's fun to just... But I don't know that there's any one. Yeah. I think as I do each one's research, then I do. Like I don't, I don't like Upside Down. I never liked Upside Down. Watching that documentary and reading about Upside Down, mm. I kind of was like, oh, I quite like Upside Down. Yeah. But I don't. At the time, I didn't. We had this conversation earlier. It was mm. kind of like you knew what was going to be a successful boy band almost immediately when you looked at them in magazines or heard a song because they'd either hit the spot and then you'd know that they'd hit that spot straight away for everyone or you could just tell that actually this is just some tryhards that are going to get nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tryhards. Do you don't remember Upside Down first? We should go to our list and point out, like figure out which ones you do remember being around. Yeah. I remember seeing like Bad Boys Inc on Smash Hits and looking and all that stuff. Yeah, because my, I was my Bad Boys Inc research, which I've one. also started, has reminded me quite how big they were. It was fleeting, but they were big. Yeah. I don't remember. I just remember me being into them. Yeah, I don't remember the fact that actually they were fucking huge. Mm. Not take oh, that I met, huge. I met Matthew, James Payton. Oh, yes, this is what we did when you yeah. in your massive week at work when you weren't yes. meant to be entertaining the Queen. Who were you entertaining? Um, Matthew, James Payton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's was, he doing? Oh, so good. So I had already sent him a message to say that I was going to pop over and see him. He's in a band now that does uh, corporate events and weddings and stuff like that. And they're really, really well known in that. Think you look like the mm. biggest corporate event type yeah. band. So they're and they're really well known and respected, and their performances are really epic. And they travel the world doing these. That's what I noticed and... from his Instagram. He's literally always on an aeroplane. Yeah, well, he was he came from Heathrow to <laughs> work to do this performance, and I went down to the festival stage and to the green rooms, and I spoke to the artist liaison there who I, I know really really well and I said are they here and she said yes and I was like great so I just popped in and said hi to the guy in his band who I knew 
and I was like, is Matt around? And they were like, yeah, he's here. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Amy. I'm from I'm With The Boy Band. He was like, oh, my God, how are you? Is Zoe here? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no. I'm sorry. (laughs) She's not. (laughs) But my, so I message Matt and I message occasionally now after he when he followed me back I can't remember what we talked about why he followed me back before mm. but when he followed me back and I sent him a picture saying I feel I need to thank you for the follow with this picture of us from 20 odd years ago um you know and then we had a little chat yeah. but I thought in my mind he was pretending to remember me no. like I didn't think he actually remembered who I was he was just being good mannered Matt like yeah. Matthew, he's always like well brought up, really good mannered, really yeah. polite, really friendly. I thought he was faking it basically. No. Well, when I, I arrived, he was getting changed into his stage clubber, which oh, was, I mean, so it is very Naked boy bander. Yeah, <laughs> almost. And um, he was like, Is Zoe here? And I said, No, she has to work, sadly. And he was like, Oh, Zoe's great. Um, she doesn't age, does she? And I was like, <laughs> No, no, she doesn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we had a chat and I said, You know, we, I know Zoe's spoken to you already and we're really keen to get you involved with the podcast and we're going to do a Bad Boys Inc. episode. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, he was so nice. I mean, I knew he, he was He always nice, was the greatest. But he's he's yeah. really, really a nice guy. Yeah, I want mm. to do that one face to face. If you're listening, Matthew J. Pateman, I know you don't listen. Uh, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that one with in the with us sat in the same room as you. Yeah. We'll, we'll travel with you to wherever you're going on location. How about that? Yeah, I've got some air miles. <laughs> I don't know. We're on the flight. With we corporate events. We can get Sue to fly him somewhere. <laughs> no, with corporate events, the client pays for everything. <laughs> this is the thing, right? People don't realise they think corporate events is selling out. There is so much money to be made from corporate events. Oh, should we start a band? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which one of us is going to sing? I mean, I feel we should let the listeners, the listeners have heard us sing a lot by now. I feel we should let them decide. We could do a Millie Vanilli. <laughs> <laughs> Me being Millie I and mean, you being Vanilli. <laughs> I, I don't look great in cycling shorts, but if it's going to make us money, let's do it. Oh, brilliant. Talking yeah. of making us money, I have ordered the merch for our Patreon subscribers. That should be with us soon. Oh. Yeah. That's exciting. It is. If you want to, if you like what we're doing, even if you don't like what we're doing, just give us some money. Give us your fucking money. <laughs> it's the uh, anniversary of Band Aid today. <laughs> give us your fucking money. It is the band. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. How many years has it been? Oh, I it was 85, wasn't it? So it'd be 24, 34. <laughs> yeah. Don't okay. give us your money. We can't do math. We can't count. No. Uh, yeah, so we have a Patreon subscriber. There's many different levels. You can start at $5 a month, I believe. I Up to 50 Oh, yeah, that was very generous of us. Yeah. And uh, after, I think, at the $10 level, might be the five. I think it's 10 You get some merch, so that will be winging its way to you soon. Our Patreon is www.patreon.com forward slash boy bands and if you do subscribe ten dollars or higher and you want the merch put your address in <laughs> no i have to email them and ask oh, for it okay i cool. should go and tick that box yeah okay yeah so yeah follow us on instagram at i'm with the boy band we're on twitter at the boy band pod or you can drop us an email at the boy band pod at gmail.com most of that is just people telling us how wrong we are about stuff <laughs> we like and it. how much more they know and how we should let them on our podcast mm. yep 
it's not going to happen. Mm. I'll just tell you that now. <laughs> Unless Actually, you're a $50. Can dollar yeah. <laughs> <Patreon> <laughs> you're a $50 subscriber. a month Patreon subscriber. You get to take part in the uh, construction of an episode. Yeah. You can see quite how organised boy bandology is. Yeah. It's not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we exercise the Jedward clause as and when we see fit. <laughs> so There is a lot of science to it, but some of it is subjective. Yeah. We're all right with that. So we're going to be back probably on Friday. Yeah, let's do it on Friday. Our next boy band. I've got a couple in. Are you looking at me there like, have you researched another one? Because I've not. I've got a couple in the bag. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Like, you do the One Direction research, Amy, and then we'll pick one of the ones I've already done. (laughs) (laughs) It won't be as much fun. I really enjoyed last week's episode because that, right... Forgot to say, I'm gonna tweet the YouTube link out to watching that upside down documentary because oh, yeah. it's just so funny. It is, it is ridiculous. And everyone needs to start watching. Actually, that's what boy bands we're gonna do next week. Oh, we are gonna do the uh, James Corden's boy band, oh, Boys, Boys Unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah, okay. If I get enough time to, I will start when I get home tonight. If okay. I get enough time to research that, let's make that the next boy band. That'd okay. be fun. I'll get my head into Zayn Malik. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll see you. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Fire and lights. For fuck's sake, our theme music is by Fire and Lights. Chris Russell invented them. They're from a book trilogy called Songs About a Girl. It's really good. Go read it. Thanks, Chris.